I wanted to let everyone know, because why not now, that every time the JoJo theme song for this arc plays in our household, I have no idea what those lyrics are, because instead Darius is singing, Boku no Hero Academia. That's what I sing every time. <laughs> okay, that's not... every time (laughs) to the point where now when I hear it that's what I hear in my head Uh, I'm sorry yeah he he sings the name of a different anime (laughs) and now when I see pictures and fan art of Boku no Hero Academia I think of the Stardust Crusaders theme song the two have just reasonable just overlapped in my head completely Uh, Darius has ruined a good thing he's ruined two good things yep Uh, That's what I'm here for. I'm the thing ruiner. Thanks, Darius. Champion thing ruiner. Yes. (laughs) Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanley. By the way. (gasps) That's extremely... As we're recording this, Darius is showing us that someone... Nat. Thank you, Nat, for making us a champion ass-haver mug. That's so good. That would make the coffee taste... Incredible. It would taste like champion ass. <laughs> so, Wheel of Fortune. I had completely forgotten that this episode happened. And then I was just like, oh, right, the car, the menacing car that knocks them off the road. Yeah, the the, the time Iraqi read that Stephen King novel about the car. Or the time Iraqi went to my driver's ed class where we learned about this one time that a guy was having road rage and the other guy got out of his car and killed him with a crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's how I learned never to have road rage. Wow. It, it worked, honestly. <laughs> nice. I didn't learn how to not have road rage till I moved to Portland. Yeah. Because no one here has it. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, road rage is dangerous. And, and whenever anybody I was in the car with would like curse at somebody, I would be like, he could have a crossbow. <laughs> he could have, you don't know who has crossbows and who doesn't. Yeah, that's true. So this was Iraqi's interpretation of that day in my driver's ed class. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah, no, here in Portland, you just. <laughs> this is all Elizabeth, 16 years old. Yeah, yeah we're doing, podcast. we're going back and, yeah, throwback, throwback yeah. Thursday. No, yeah, you just, you just drive the speed limit and calm down and then you never turn into an angry car. Yeah. <laughs> How does this start out? They're You're, just driving. They're leaving, right? driving. They're leaving India. That's right. Into, they go into Pakistan. Got Polnareff at the wheel. We get, some Pakistan, we get some Pakistan facts. Yeah, Polnareff's mm-hmm. driving. I just want to know why Polnareff is the one that they decided was like the level-headed, competent one who gets to drive. Okay, well, first of all, your choices are <laughs> two students... Can they Personally, eat? I would choose Jotaro, but the question is... Can he drive? Can he drive? Does he know. want to drive? But So you have two teenagers. Yes. I mean, we, we've seen Kakuin drive when he rescued Polnareff. But so we he, know he's capable of moving a car. Yeah. Right. He's not a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly flies in the face of him being gay a little bit. <laughs> Wait, you think that being gay means you can't drive? It objectively means you can't drive. <laughs> I don't, I'm not around enough drivers to know if that's a real thing, which is an, in itself an indication that you're right. Because <laughs> everyone knows King. <laughs> There's Avdol, who. No, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, right. He's dead. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> that's but it's a good point if he weren't dead if he, weren't he dead, would be the driver he would be designated Sad, driver but like yeah. the so, fact so that he's dead so being dead probably makes you a bad driver but yes yeah. Abdal would now absolutely be the one who would be like don't make me turn this car around yeah. do you think that being gay or being dead makes you worse at driving than Polnareff no 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 like which oh. of them Generally. makes you worse uh, honestly dead I can't <laughs> yeah. Dio can probably drive yeah. yeah, that's true. He can do anything. We do see him force someone else to drive him around. Yeah. Well, he really gay. Well, no, it's like he can't. Dio, I fully believe that Dio. So the gayness supersedes Dio, the deadness. Dio can drive, but chooses not to. Like, why okay. would Dio drive himself anywhere, right? So then so then your other choice is Joseph Joestar, and we've seen what happens when he yeah, operates no, we don't want Yeah, you don't want him piloting no. a thing. No. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's I, all oh, you're who left knows? With. Maybe he's really good at driving cars. Yeah, but then at and, that point, all you're no, left with is like, really you're left with Anne. She's not with them at this point. I guess no. not at this point, but yeah. And then you have Polnareff. And Polnareff. So and Polnareff, uh, who isn't as gay as the rest of them. Yeah. And isn't dead. Yeah. So he's, and he's is an def- adult. He's a default designated driver. Yep. We, we figured it out. Checked. <laughs> fact, fact, fact checked. Yeah, fantastic. Good job, us. But since you mentioned Anne, Anne then does show right back up immediately. Yeah, she's yeah. hitchhiking. They run across her. She's like, uh, yeah, I just ran away from home. I'm sorry I lied about everything. But let's forget yeah. about that. Yeah, let's just let's just put that behind us. I mean, it, fair enough. Like they like it's not really their business or it, they don't know her dad. And honestly, that's the personality type you need to have in order to roll with these guys. Yeah. I mean, and why would they be like, no, like, because I guess Joseph she's was. A, she's a minor and a yeah, runaway. I don't know. I'm with Anne. I'm on team Anne. Well, yeah, because Anne's going to party with these idiots for as long as, you know, she can. She can. Yeah, as long as she can get away with yeah, it. I don't blame her. And she's slowly becoming more and more horny for Jordaro, and I support you that. You also don't blame her for that. Yeah, yep. no. Let's see. Oh, right. This episode, we get the high tension of road courtesy rules for a while. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he passed you, but now he's slowed down. Let's pass I mean, him okay, again. Okay, mountain driving is serious business. My dad, <laughs> my dad grew up driving in the mountains. I have been um, in a car in the mountains before, and I regret it and would not do it again. Yeah, so when I was like... Anne's age, my dad would take us driving through the mountains for various reasons, and he would go over all this courtesy and safety stuff Which with us. in Pennsylvania? The mountains, um, the mountains of Northern Virginia. In the mountains of Northern Virginia. Well, no, we had the Blue Ridge Mountains, oh, okay. which are part of the Appalachians. One time we went to Italy, in like Northern Italy, where the Alps are. You so. know, that's where, where I was driven around on mountains, too. Yeah. Somewhere in Italy, and it was my stepdad driving around on mountains, and I'm me like white knuckling my seat yep i went on a ski trip with some friends when i was in uh, my junior year of high school and i actually uh saved the day because i figured out that my friend was driving like even though i didn't know how to drive at that time i corrected my friend on his driving i was like you're in the wrong gear i can smell the the brakes (laughs) me and corny just like (laughs) did a comical panic look at each other Uh, that's back when Darius was less gay than he is now. <laughs> when you figure out someone else is driving. Yeah, that's... gay people don't know about gears. <laughs> like, I've never heard of that before. I mean, even no, before I, I before didn't. we were recording, I did have to ask Courtney and Darius to explain to me the concept of power steering. That's true. <laughs> so... that, that, to, but just, you know, as a courtesy. Still the gayest person in this room. As a courtesy, oh, yeah. to, <laughs> as a, as a courtesy to everyone from my dad. Uh, make sure you go down the mountain in the same gear you went up the mountain in. Yeah, good job. And that's good uh, advice for life as well. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Easy does it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of easy does it, Jotaro Kujo. 
<laughs> when I think easy, I think Chodorok. Yeah, well, well we, of course you yeah. do. <laughs> so we get to a restaurant. That's right. They pull over to a roadside and, rest and stop. We all know what that means. Time to destroy a restaurant. Or and is yet, it? Yeah. <laughs> they don't destroy this restaurant. However, we do get to meet three potential villains who end up not being real villains, but they all have character designs. First, we get the cane juice thing, though, which yeah, is we... like like three seconds of really? like... I don't yeah. remember that at all. Yeah, the, the, the owner... food, so Darius. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> owner, the owner of the restaurant offers Joseph some cane juice. Joseph's like, what's that? He's like, it's cane juice. Do you want some? And Joseph is like, sure. And so he puts the sugar cane through the rollers and then adds a little lemon juice and hands it to Joseph. And then in the reflection of the, the cane juice, he notices the car parked out back and then he's like there's the stand users around here somewhere so that's what leads did into this did he drink whole thing. the cane no juice? he didn't god so it's damn like, it joseph he just put it right back like it also just, why it don't just... i remember this i watched this episode today <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and so i'm just saying it's another joseph street food moment yeah uh, uh, which is pretty pretty great he's play... gonna do like an autobio comic about this trip i know yeah he's, like, he's doing like 24-hour comics yeah. where he's like drink today this I thing ate. today yeah, yeah. <laughs> There should be one of those food animes, but just about Joseph Joe Star, like hanging and out and eating food. food and street food in different places. I would like one of those five minute episode yeah. ones. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. What, no, what it should be is Joseph Joe Star should just drop this weird shit and become like an Anthony Bourdain style. Oh my God. He would <laughs> Joe be. Joe Reservations. So good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Him just being like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Holy shit! Oh my god! <laughs> but just about like you know eating goat out of a napkin somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and the people are all like, yes, yes, and he's like, oh my god, the pepper, and then and wearing and wearing amazing outfits yes. every oh, yeah. every episode, like a, a, different yeah. a different one, every and just episode. surrounded by like beautiful young men, yeah, you know, just I, I want Joseph Joestar and like Tim Gunn. To yeah. like to like have a reality show where they eat street food and slowly fall in love. Yes, yeah, that's all I want. They both deserve love. They do, yeah. and they just to, to, you know Joseph should just live his truth. <laughs> yeah, really, he really needs to. <laughs> I think that's why he ages so much between this and the next arc. <laughs> Oh no, poor Joseph. That is what happens, kids. Come out of the closet while you still can. <laughs> There's still something I mean, to come out. I mean, Joseph. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't Joseph canonically 69 in this? He is nice. because this is yeah because this is yes because because he's 19. Nice. Yeah, he's 19 in Battle Tendency, and this takes place 50 years after that. So he Makes is sense. he is 69. That's the nicest age. So these three guys in the restaurant. Yes, who are cool. And I we, when we were talking about, I guess it was Dark Blue Moon. Darius was like, well, let's start the interrogation with the one sailor who has a character design. Mm-hmm. And I love that like these three randos like totally have character designs. Yeah. Like yeah. I I wanna I wanna get to know them, especially the one with the like lesbian haircut. Yeah. I actually really wanted and I we talked about this off mic, but I what I wanted was a little more from them. I wanted them to be like mirrorverse versions of the JoJo squad. Yeah. I yeah. feel like advanced Iraqi would have done more with them even <laughs> i want like i want like the the people who write the shitty light novels <laughs> to write me a shitty li- light novel like make it real shitty yeah, yeah. about the restaurant crusaders yep. yeah especially since they live yeah because yeah. they don't actually tear up that restaurant so yeah. you could do a canon a post-canon mm-hmm. story or even yeah. a canon concurrent 
Ken Current. Yeah, like, because what the fuck are they? Like, what is that restaurant that, like, I have so many questions. Who are these cool muscular The drive-in. Yeah, the drive-in is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So they rough up everyone in the restaurant, and then it turns out, oh, none of them are actually the stand user. So... Because the, the car's over there with its giant arms. Yeah, there's this giant, like, muscly, like, it's basically a, he's, it's like a Jonathan Joestar level um, pumpkin arms uh, yes. coming out of the yeah. car. He even has the wrist cuffs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, the, and the car goes off and they're like, well, great, we got to go chase this guy down and get our revenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they do a bunch of fights. I mean, at one point, Jotaro. Does, the truck happens after the drive. Yeah, right? I think. Oh, no. That happens beforehand. Beforehand, you're looking at me like I, I know. I because I, I don't care. Like it's not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at one point, at one point, Jotaro punches a semi truck, which is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the shark part. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just one of those like it, like very oh, similar to dark, to dark Blue Moon. Actually, this episode is kind of has yeah, a lot of has a lot it, of uh, yeah. We were talking. We forget that it exists like, and it's got a. This episode is kind of so self-contained, like like Stardust Crusaders, and I mean to a certain extent, all of the stand arcs, which is every arc of JoJo's except one and two are kind of monster of the week e or that's yeah. like the the framework that they're built on but this episode and also dark blue moon really feel like when an anime is being made at the same time as like the manga artist is still like writing the chapters and the anime <laughs> studio is like waiting so they're like let's throw this in. you know it's like the all those filler episodes by the like, way there's, a, there's a great shirabako episode about yes. exactly this yes <laughs> yes exactly and so like there's a great Shirobako episode about everything. Yeah. I've been watching. I watched some Shirobako yesterday. It's good, good shit. But yeah. Um, but like, but yeah, like the Dragon Ball Z episodes where they're just like preparing to fight for like 25 years, and it's like right because you don't know what's going to happen, and like they didn't want it. Right. There's no canonical. Canon. There's no canonical. Yeah. And yeah. so this like this episode um, like doesn't actually like change anything. Kakuin and Jotaro do some more of their. Like cutesy eye fucking flirting. Yeah, the about sumo wrestling. Like, yes. Do you like sumo wrestling? I'm waggling my eyebrows very dramatically. Yeah, which is like they're deadpan humor with each yeah. other. I actually like, just really so like. There's so much, so much weight. Yeah, there's in like those gazes. There's, yeah, there's meaningful glances. <laughs> they're not even winking, but you no. can tell. Like there's a smirk and a glance. They're it's so good. Each other, these like really, it's really like just bedroom eyes. It's really like I like it because it it again it's none of these people really are going to interact a lot outside of those paired off episodes where it's like, Oh, right. Right, the buddy cop, the buddy yeah. comedy episode. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we're going to peel off and do like two of us are doing this and three of us are doing that. And when I say doing it's fighting, like we're right. going to fight some things. So it's not a lot of like meaningful conversations and stuff. Unlike so... some arcs. Right. <laughs> and so, <Perfect>. and so <laughs> since like, there's not a lot of like, how do you feel about this thing? What is your interiority? Well, here's mine. I like, the way that the dialogue just sort of it implies that they have inside jokes. It also feels like two characters who are much younger than the other people that they're yeah. around. And yeah. so in that way where it's like they they are communicating in teen language, which right. is different than grown up right. language. Yeah, teen language, which is like, so you like sumo wrestling? And I'm yeah. just like, I don't know what the hell that means because I'm <laughs> yeah, a grown up. Right. But like yeah. it means something to the two of them. Can we talk a little bit about Wheel of Fortune? The car, the car. If we must, like... I really like the car. I really like the card design. Yeah, card. The most duh. interesting thing about Wheel of Fortune to me is when they say that 
Wheel of Fortune is just like strength because non-stand users can see the car. And also just like strength turned like a little raft into a shipping freighter, Wheel of Fortune turns like a jalopy into like a transformer, basically. Yeah, that car can do a lot. It's like a, Courtney- At some I was, point I was some character to... goes, what can't that car do? And yeah, I was like... <laughs> good question. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, I was wondering uh, what- What's like a close car, like real car to the to that design? Well, it definitely, it's funny because I was thinking about this. I, I like, know you How? were. I mean, I just, I just could have guessed. <laughs> I feel like I didn't know that you were like into cars until now. I am not into Courtney cars. Is, Courtney is uh, uh, into cars against his will. I was forced to be into cars. Okay. Uh, as a like, as a Stockholm Syndrome survival mechanism. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> because my dad is a mechanic. And he Got is it. into cars. Got it. So, like, I, I know a lot of things right. about cars. It's definitely something from the 50s. Like, that's what's so funny is, like, Polnareff keeps calling it a shitty car. Because it's not, like, that muscle car, like, street car right. type thing. It is, like, more of... Um, well, he's French, so he has very high standards about cars. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It's a true fact about French people. Um, that's Well... If, okay. it's, if it's not a Peugeot, it's, yeah. you know, just not a car. Yeah. It's like a Citroën. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other French car names. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they definitely would have access to the broader Mercedes and, like, that's German true, yeah. market. But that's the thing is, like, those are cars that we think of as very as, as high-end end cars because they only import their high-end cars right. over here. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. The shitty cars. Over in Europe. Yeah. Like it's like, it'd, it'd be like, you'd be like, oh, a Honda. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's got like a ton of that really heavy extra car shit on mm-hmm. it, like car decoration and stuff. But yeah, those like the, right. those old fins and crap. They eventually end up like knocking it off the end edge of a cliff and they think it explodes and Joseph, no. and Joseph is like, maybe it wasn't a stand user. Maybe we just fucking killed a random civilian. <laughs> but they're like not super fussed about it. Well, I yeah. mean, the civilian did try yes. to kill them. Yes. So, you know, it is self-defense. But, but it's still just another part of the pattern of them right. leaving a trail of bodies. Right. Yeah. And then the and then the car just comes up through the dirt into like 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 a sure. shark. Yeah. Or uh, like a like a the car's squirrel. <laughs> yeah, like the car's yeah. squirrel, exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. Th- I still have so many questions about how momentum and basic <laughs> physics works in the the JoJo's universe. It's not a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I'm just, uh, every time I mean, something like that, that happens, that I'm like, was it swimming? Like, that how does it? Courtney, that hasn't been a thing since Jonathan Joe Starr spun around three times. I know. Punched Dio through the chest. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I love how the car comes up through. That's the precursor to Jotaro doing the exact same thing, which is yes. incredible. I like. So I love watching Jotaro burn. Yes, <laughs> I was just gonna say. So this episode, I actually I think is weirdly important in that it it swings through so many different emotions and like stylistically mm-hmm. really fast, and so it's a nice little encapsulation of sort of the range that like this season goes through because it takes you from like watch the main character be immolated right. to like triumph and and beating Jokes. him and then into like and then them laughing at what is a kind of obvious small penis metaphor yeah they do right. a lot of small penis jokes which i think are like i don't know that doesn't really something land about for me something about like how his arms are big but the rest of his body is small and so then like the size of his small. car his car is yeah. really small even though you thought it was big and like, then like and yeah. they also like they also laugh at his motivations like it's it which is a weird 
tension for me because it's like they mock him because he's only in it for the money. But like if he wasn't in it for the money, they would kill him. Right. So it's like because we know that because we've seen them do that over and over. (laughs) Yeah. But since he is only in it for the money, they don't murder him. And instead they give him. They they cars him. Uh, Well, then no, they they Donovan him because he could theoretically get out. So like remember in part two when uh, Joseph runs into. Dono Bong. Yes. <laughs> Donovan. In the desert right before the Santana right. encounter. Um, and it ends with him like upside down tied to a cactus or something. Yes. Right. And like this is the same exact yeah, thing. So they and just... so Joseph was just like, hey, remember that one time? And then he was <laughs> he's like, like, I know what to do yeah. with this guy. Yeah. And so yeah, they they tie him to a rock upside down and leave a plaque there saying, like, no, I'm a priest. Don't interrupt my meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is great. <laughs> Which is, I mean That was absolutely Joseph's idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And then, and that's it. But like, so he doesn't die, you know, like, and which is I mean, maybe he eventually dies, but. Yeah, maybe he dies of exposure, but, or maybe someone finds him and he manages to convince them. Maybe like a child who can't read finds him. Yeah. Yeah. And saves him. God knows there's enough children popping up out of this whole story. (laughs) Yeah. Probably. So, you know, but either way, they don't, they are not the direct cause of murder this time. Right. right. Which is more than we can say after for most many times. episodes <laughs> that we've seen. Yep. Uh, just hope you enjoy our squad of lovable murderers. Yeah. God. After we leave not Donovan to die or not die, we then get a cutaway to Enyaba, who is like, well, that was all my assassins. Guess I got to go take care of this myself now. Also, she's like crying and hitting her head on the floor because she has very bad emotional regulation. Yeah, That's she true. has issues. She needs therapy. I mean, I guess well, you can say that about most yeah. JoJo's. I think if you're if you're actively trying to murder someone else as a solution to your problems, I think some sort of therapeutic intervention would probably be helpful. I guess yeah. that's just a given. It's, yeah. That's one of my, I think it's a hill I'm going to die on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm willing to take a stand on I, that. Just like my, my hill of, and yeah, was a bad parent. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can take, we can draw yeah. some lines in yeah. the sand okay. on this. And right. those are those. Yaba is the, the line for a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Also, I do want to say one of my notes is that Jotaro climbing out of the dirt in his tank top is like a horny version. Yeah, it's great. Of truth coming out of the well to shame mankind. <laughs> yes. And we get to see his amazing tank top for the first time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Great. Tank top Jotaro. Yep. Just like tank top tiger. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? From One Punch Man, Tank Top Tiger. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's Wheel of Fortune. No character growth happens in this We end this episode just how we started it. Yeah, it's just like we're still on the road. Except that Jotaro no longer has a jacket. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Jotaro's jacket Which is important. Burned off. Right, which is important for next episode. Cliffhanger. What happens to Jotaro without a jacket? Temporary costume I'm glad I didn't watch this while it was airing, because I would have been worried for a week about his costume. How is he going to be a student now? Right. Will he be allowed to study with Kakui? Tune in next week to find out. Is <laughs> still stupid? Do we continue? Thank you for listening. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at Stream PDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at Stream PDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Jotaro and Kakuin would leave for Sumo. 